0: podcast to show you who I am, uh, Conrad Cushman, the legend in the plans, uh, please listen every day to the showcase, the opinions and knowledge that anyone can tell you, showing you how it is done, proving I am number one, what a legend becomes, this is now my time to show you that I am here, uh, this podcast just to make it loud and clear, uh, by the fans, uh, for the fans, uh, not many who's here can understand, uh pro wrestling if it never be you listen to the podcast here for the people the best show that's here so listen in let the knowledge begin the opinion and the lesson yes.
1: welcome to everything pro wrestling everything pro wrestling is a show by the fans For the fans, I'm your host Conrad Cushman and we are here with a review for NXT TakeOver 36. The event just went down yesterday. I normally do live streams on the YouTube channel when I can. Unfortunately, I was unable to do one, so I said I would try to do an audio version and here it is. So if this is your first time listening on the audio-only platforms, do me a favor. Please make sure you subscribe. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, All of the ways um, a review would also help us out. Leave us a five-star review if you enjoy pro wrestling. And I think we will be uh, greatly appreciative of that. And also, if you want to really support the podcast, go to our YouTube page, type in Everything Pro Wrestling. We have 1.45K subscribers right now. And subscribe, and we have live chats going on. We usually do a weekly AEW Dynamite review. Um, and anytime we do pay-per-views and stuff like that, we go live and we read off some of the stuff in the chat. So please make sure you guys give us a subscribe. Let's get into uh, this NXT review. But right before we do, I do want to talk about, uh, this Nick Khan interview that recently happened with Ariel Hawani of BT Sport. We found out the nature of, uh, Him and Nick Khan's relationship, they were actually pretty close, which I thought was interesting. But Nick Khan talking about NXT is what intrigues me the most from this interview. And Nick Khan talks about what the fans can expect with this new experience from NXT in the coming weeks. He is quoted as saying, and I quote, We're doing a complete revamp on NXT led by Triple H Paul Levesque, who is really one of the architects of the original NXT. What we found is it's probably why we did the tryout yesterday. What we want to make super easy for folks who want to be WWE superstars is figuring out how to become WWE superstars. If you think of the life of an uh, elevated athlete throughout their career, the opportunity to go play somewhere has always been easy. Being able to play somewhere is not. Interesting. In terms of NXT rebrand, look for the look for it in the upcoming weeks. Uh, it's going to have a whole new look, a whole new feel. Uh, and we believe because of a lot of the indie wrestlers, if you will, have come through our system and are in our system with SmackDown and Raw now, we don't want to keep doing the same thing. We want to look elsewhere for great young talent. Quite interesting that they're kind of dismissing the indie wrestlers a little bit in this. And I think this review is going to prove quite opposite of it. I'm not agreeing with what they're saying. I think you need a good mix of guys. You need big guys, small guys, guys who are technical guys, who are submission-based. You you need a variety in pro wrestling. Um, it's kind of like the circus. You don't want to just go there to see the trapeze artists. you got to have something for everybody that's in the crowd, something that interests them. And I think that's what professional wrestling does. Um, unfortunately, some people may not like the circus uh, example I use, but I think it's true. Like, you need to have different things uh, for different people when it comes to this. So let's get into this show review, shall we? And we're going to start off things here with um, the opening contest on the pre-show. They had a match with Ridge Holland and Trey Baxter. I completely missed this. WWE sometimes does a terrible job of Letting us know that there's a pre show match, we have. I don't think before this that there's been many NXT pre show matches missed this completely, and I was not paying attention to social media that at that time. So, Ridge Holland gets the win, right person went over, in my opinion. Uh, this guy's a big star, I'm glad he's back from his injury. So, kudos to uh, Ridge Holland. Now, the opening match that we uh started off with here was the NXT. Uh, Million Dollar Championship match. We had a really, really interesting bout between uh, Cameron Grimes uh, to the moon and his storyline that he's been having with L.A. Knight. Uh, I've absolutely enjoyed every single second of this. Um, Really, really fun match. Uh, The storyline is simple, and that's what I like about it. L.A. Knight is a bad guy. He is a jerk, and you're not supposed to like him. He punched the Million Dollar Man after winning his Million Dollar Championship, acting like he liked him. Um, And Cameron Grimes is the wholesome guy who's just trying to do things right. He came into money, and you laugh at him, but he's still a good person. Simple story. And this match, they had all of the uh, shenanigans you would have expected, but LA Knight showed off. He he did a moonsault at one point off the top rope. Uh, We had a lot of good spots in this matchup. Uh, not too much to say. At one point, LA Knight had to sell a million-dollar dream from Ted DiBiase, and it, it was just nostalgic stuff, and it was really good. But eventually, uh, Cameron Grimes hit his finisher, the cave-in, for the win. Cameron Grimes had a gnarly cut on his head from when he did that uh, that like fall-away press slam into a pinfall that he usually does. I think he cut his face on the mat because he uh, landed right on his face, which looked nasty in this. This was a fun match and uh, using our grade scale that we use every single week. uh, This match was solid. I have to give this a B minus. I thought it was fun. Um, The next big matchup that we had was for the women's championship here between Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. Uh, To me, this storyline was a lot of Shawn Michaels and Diesel-esque. Went about it in a different way, but it was still the exact same storyline uh the good friends better enemies kind of story where raquel is jealous that uh or excuse me dakota is jealous that raquel became nxt women's champion before her she kind of brought her in to be her muscle and she kind of surpassed her pretty quickly and that's going to happen in wwe when they value size and uh muscles and what they're doing and this was interesting and so far, since Raquel Gonzalez has been the NXT Women's Champion, she's been nothing but dominant. So Dakota Kai's jealous of that, and who knows what's going to happen in this. They went and had a nice back-and-forth match. They teased some really good spots for Dakota Kai, and I thought she had it won at one point. And she had her on the top rope going for a running big boot, and Raquel grabbed her, picked her up, and powerbombed her from the top rope. Um, very interesting, like how, how she was able to pull that off. Like that was the thing of pure power and beauty. So that was fun. That was what ended up picking up the win for Raquel Gonzalez post match though. Kaylee Ray comes out onto the stage. It has a stare down with Raquel. Kaylee Ray is from NXT UK as a former, uh, women's champion over there who had a long run with the championship recently lost it. This is going to be good, I think. Um, We're getting some new faces in here. And Dakota Kai could be going to the main roster. She just wrestled on main event not too long ago, but they had her in the role of a baby face, and she lost to Aaliyah. I don't know what this company's doing right now with some of these folks, and I think they're going to just tell people it's time to sink or swim. So... I hope for Dakota Kai's sake that if she is going to the main roster that she gets uh, an opportunity to showcase what she can do because I really do think she's underrated when it comes to NXT. Uh, Dakota Kai has a story to tell in that ring, and I think if you let her wrestle, she can do that. So I wish her nothing but the best, but I'm glad that Raquel Gonzalez went over. Uh, I think she was the right person to win this match. I believe we had two wrestlers break through the glass ceiling. If you have never seen them before. And that's why you heard that glass break before we transitioned into this. And uh, this is for a match that I believe could be argued right now as match of the year. It is for the NXT UK championship. We have ourselves a match with Walter who has been NXT UK champion for 870 days. That is, is insane in modern day pro wrestling with how quickly we get title changes and everything else. Uh, Walter is defending the UK championship against Ilya Dragunov. This is a top match. Last year they had quite the banger on uh, NXT UK's television show, but there were no fans in the arena. And I think fans being there is what made this match uh, better tonight uh, for this takeover show. Like that is what made this match. And let me just tell you guys, these guys were throwing chops at each other, brutal and vicious. Uh, At one point, Ilya Dragunov's chest had busted capillaries. Like, he was bleeding everywhere. He had a scar on his forehead already, uh, bleeding right above his eyebrow. Ilya just was trying to make comebacks and show that he was powerful. He was hitting suplexes. Uh, This is just such a fun match, man. At one point, Walter's going up to the top rope and Ilya hits him with a superplex we also had walter do a splash off the top rope we had series of power bombs in this match we had power bombs on the apron this was just a good hard-hitting match if you appreciate that uh that european style of wrestling mixed with new japan strong style this is the match for you you're gonna love this and i like it it's something completely different no fancy moves You didn't have all the flips and stuff. And I'm not saying that that ruins the match. That can make a match if that's your style. But this is so different. And they did basic things. I have not said anything in my mind that was crazy. I'm talking about chops, splashes, power bombs. And this was such a great match because they were telling a story in the ring. They were chopping each other's side of their necks, their backs, their upper part of like near their clavicle. So many things were just happening with this. And it was good. It was good. Big shots to the back of the neck with the forearm. And eventually, we saw the end of the match just play itself out where Ilya Dragunov has no clue what else to do. He's he's getting superplexed onto his neck. He just decides, you know what? I'm going to take this dude down. He knocks him down, and he puts him in like a sleeper hole where he is just choking him. Walter immediately taps out. He put him over like a million bucks while still looking like a beast. Walter gets this business. And if anything, I really hope that he's coming up to the NXT brand to wrestle for them. I don't know what that means with uh, Nick Khan's statement that I read earlier. I don't know what's gonna happen, but Walter is ready. And I would love to see a match with like him and Samoa Joe, him and Cesaro, him and Finn Balor. Like Walter has matches that he can have in uh the WWE as a whole that people will want to see. You have to book him strong like this, though. Uh NXT UK, new champ. I can't wait to see what Ilya Dragonoff does. He's proven that he he is great. He's become one of like My favorite people to see since he made his debut, um, I can't remember if it was like a year or two ago, but he's been doing a great job. I saw him on one of the NXT UK takeovers, and he absolutely crushed it. This match is going to be on, when we do our end of the year awards, something to look forward to in December. Guys, you have to check this out. This has to be a consideration for your vote at one point. Um, Really, really good stuff here, and I like it. So NXT then, this is a hard match to follow up with. I mean, you're you're coming from the Capitol Wrestling Center in Orlando. What what do you follow this up with? you got Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole. They've been having a a long, long feud with each other. So how are they going to top this? They're having a three stages of hell match following Triple H and Stone Cold Steve Austin similarly in my opinion. Um, they're going to do where the first fall is a regular pinfall straight up match. Second match is a street fight that Adam Cole picked. And the third match will be a steel cage match as Regal, uh, decided. And this one was interesting. The, the regular match we've seen these guys wrestle a bunch of times, whether it was ring of honor here, you knew what to expect going into this. And I'm glad they really didn't go super long with it uh cole at one point went for the panama sunrise o'reilly blocked it and he ends up hitting him with that british bulldog bret hart like he traps his legs for the pin um really cool cole looks shocked he doesn't know what to do this is then where they go and focus on kyle o'reilly's ribs he's getting thrown into the uh the announcer's table he's getting thrown into the barricade area they're they're beating the hell out of him basically in this and uh cole is selling it and he or excuse me o'reilly is selling it cole is getting beat down too he took some nasty drop kicks with garbage cans and and more uh these two guys have been feuding for months uh they 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 do so many different things in this that it becomes almost unbelievable to see and during all of this you're sitting there and you're just like okay what where are we going with this and um Kyle O'Reilly eventually gets tossed off the top rope on the two chairs that Adam Cole set up when he was trying to do a different move, and then he gets hit with the last shot. He gets pinned. It looks like it's over. The steel cage has to then kind of come down uh, from the sides, and they're going to set up the cage. But before they can, Adam Cole, being a sick SOB, decides, you know what, I'm going to throw him onto the table, powerbomb him onto the table, He does that, and there's supposed to be a rest period in between while they set up the cage, but Cole doesn't go for it. These guys end up fighting. They're in the steel cage. They're doing everything they can, and Cole eventually brings out handcuffs and lock Kyle O'Reilly to the cage. And at this point, he could have easily gotten out. Like I know you guys are like, well, why didn't he? As a heel, he wanted to inflict more damage to Kyle O'Reilly to show him why he was the leader of Undisputed Era, why he was the better of the two of them. And on this night, a super kick got reversed, and he got locked into a knee bar, and Kyle O'Reilly makes Adam Cole tap out for the win. Two to one, Kyle O'Reilly gets the win. I thought this was pretty cool. Um, After the match, though, the real talk of the town was... Adam Cole is supposedly done with NXT. The Young Bucks then begin to tease that he could be possibly AEW bound with their new bio. And they had a YouTube video linked to the uh, most infamous seances in history. As you know, on BTE, Adam Cole, uh, his character was killed off. So what are they going to do here? Lots of cryptic stuff going on. I wonder what's going to happen. Um, Now, according to PW Insiders, that was Cole's final match for WWE's black and gold brand. Uh, News broke earlier this month that Cole's contract had actually expired uh, to the surprise of top WWE officials. Cole reportedly agreed to work through SummerSlam weekend, and now he's gone. If I'm AEW, I'm calling this guy up to try to debut him Wednesday. You've got momentum in your favor with the CM Punk stuff that's going on. Check out all that stuff uh, in past podcasts that I was talking about, but you have the momentum right now. If Adam Cole shows up on Wednesday, people are going to go crazy. He signed the contract extension to finish the feud, but he did not want to probably be uh, held to that, that 30 days that some NXT guys are held to. Cole could show up anywhere now at any given point. Maybe he's main roster bound. Maybe he's going to Dynamite on Wednesday. Maybe he'll show up on Raw tomorrow or today, whenever you're listening to this. Who knows? He could be on SmackDown. We don't know what's going to happen with Adam Cole at this point, and I'm intrigued. This is what's been making wrestling fun lately, and I'm good with that. Let's get into this main event really quick. Uh, I'm not going to keep you guys too long uh, after the fact with this, but I'm not even really giving out too many grades. Let me go back through here and just backtrack uh, how I'm feeling about most of these uh cameron grimes and la knight was a b minus i would say raquel gonzalez versus dakota kai i would give that match a b uh let me see here Ilya dragon and uh walter a plus a plus really good match uh i am also going to say that the adam cole kyle o'reilly it it was it had its good moments, it didn't overstay its welcome, but I felt like it was tough to stand up to it because we've seen this match so many times. So for that match, I'm going to go with a B as well. Um, and let's get into the main event here, which was Samoa Joe versus Karrion Cross for the NXT Championship. This feud starts off hot when Joe makes his return, and Karrion Cross has been disrespecting William Regal and Samoa Joe requests that he is no longer going to be Regal's enforcer. He wants to face him for the championship and go for his third ta- his well his third opportunity to become a three-time NXT champion, I should say. Um many expected Joe to um come out on top in this because once again, similar to many others, Karrion Cross has been doing the exact same thing. Ah, uh, going up to the main roster, he has lost to Jeff Hardy. He's been in other feuds already at this point. No Scarlet with him as well. He's been feuding with Keith Lee and Jeff Hardy. I don't know what's going on with Carrion Cross. He feels like in this weird rut right now, and you're like, well, what are we gonna do? So, this match was a battle back and forth. Carrion uh, Cross looked really good in this one. Joe. Maybe it was a little case of the ring rust, but Joe wasn't looking as hot as uh, before, but he's also coming off of an injury, and it's his first match back. Not to say that anything was bad in this. It was just it was a little slower pace than I expected, but Joe still hit all of his impact moves. He did what he had to do. Joe was suffering from those concussions before. Who knows how the, any of this stuff impacts it, but was this a bad match? No. Was this an okay match? No. This was a good match. And I'm, I think I just have such a high level of respect for Samoa Joe and his quality of work that would I put this as one of his best matches? Absolutely not. But I'm, I'm not going to disrespect him and say it's terrible because it's not either. It's solid. So Karrion Cross and Samoa Joe uh, end up having a back and forth in this match, the Coquina Clutch versus uh, the Cross Jacket. They're both very similar, and neither man would tap out to the move. The end comes when uh Carrion Cross gets stuck on the top rope. Joe gives a vicious kick like he always does, and he decides what move hasn't he used in a while? The muscle buster. He picks him up and knocks the wind out of Carrion Cross. He hits the muscle buster one, two, three. Samoa Joe is now a three-time NXT champion i'm giving this match a b minus this was solid stuff i'm happy joe is back on top in nxt but what does the future hold what are we going to do about a lot of this here that is something interesting in my opinion i don't know what we can expect from this but it's going to be quite interesting to watch nxt going forward the nxt brand man i just don't know where it is if this is goodbye it's been great i've never seen a bad takeover and i don't know where else to go overall though uh score for this event i'm gonna give it a b i thought it was really good um it's really it's got a match of the year contender on it i i think you know what you could probably argue b minus as well but b match you you or b overall card i'm sorry uh like it's it's good. It's good. I don't think I've ever given a takeover anything lower than a B minus. None of them. None of them. And there aren't too many B minuses out there. So a B, good. You held it down. You did the damn thing. And I just hope that everything works out for everyone in NXT. I hope everyone finds their footing and that they get treated correctly with this. Um, so what do you guys think for when it comes to this? Leave me your comments. Sign up for our Facebook page. Check out our link tree in the description and let us know, what did you like about this match? Leave us your comments down below. For Conrad Cushman and everything pro wrestling, I am out. Peace.
0: Every day pro wrestling, it can never be you. Listen to the podcast for the people. The best show that's here, so listen in. Let the knowledge begin, the opinions, the lesson. Yes, by the fans, uh, for the fans uh not many in this can understand uh.